Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The end of me. That's a program. Ron, I'm you know how you do it. Broadcasting live from Hutchinson, Kansas. Well, I'm sitting here with a linguist. I had a linguist. no idea. <laughs> I, love I didn't that. know you were a term, but I didn't know that you were a wordsmith. <laughs> Call Jiggy right now. 267-22-Jiggy. Hey, Jiggy, what's happening, man? You must be that uh, David Bowie song. Jiggy, break it all. It's a great name, man. Thanks so much for having me on the show. Presenting. I'm, I'm Mike Massey, and, uh, you know, you can catch me on Jiggy Jag TV and uh, see a few of my tricks up there. Thank you very much. Jiggy Jaguar. I never knew what freedom was until I saw you lose yours. Welcome to a fantastic, stupendous, I don't know, edition of the World Famous Jaguar Radio Program. Coast to coast, devoted to voter on TuneIn, iTunes, Radio Loyalty, Stitcher, and the brand new Jiggy Jaguar app available in the App Store, JiggyJaguar.us. You can also check us out live on AMFM247.com, iHeartRadio as well. Today, Frank Vernuccio will be with us. We also are going to be chatting with a great guest, and at the top of the broadcast here, we've got an amazing, amazing guest. We're going to go to the telephones here in just a few seconds. If you're listening to us live on the stream at JiggyJaguar.com, we will be uh, going live election night on the net coverage this evening. We've got our good friend Frank Cotolo. We have uh, John Mosier, I believe. We have some other uh, folks involved. It will be... Fun, fun, fun uh, this evening uh, here on our broadcast. And we've got a great guest to start out our broadcast here, Dr. Robert J. Blackman. He is a Renaissance doctor of the new millennium, and he joins us today here on our broadcast. Dr. Blackman, first of all, uh, tell us a little bit about your background, my friend. I am a holistic chiropractor. I studied in New York City at Columbia. Institute of Chiropractic and graduated like 1970 and also I went to the the naturopathic college of breakfast medicine that's in Bournemouth, England and uh, had a holistic health center in San Francisco at one time and worked with combat vets Vietnam, who are suffering from PTSD. Awesome. Awesome stuff. Now, uh, you've been involved in, in a lot of cool things. Tell us a little bit about uh, why you kind of buck the system and, uh, and, and, and you're an alternative medicine practitioner. Tell us a little bit about all this. Yeah. Still there, Dr. Blackman? Dr. Blackman, are you still there, my friend? Okay, we're going to call Dr. Blackman on the skype Rooney. Uh, from time to time, I just don't really know what's going on here. I, I think he had a bad phone. I really think that's what the issue was. But we shall see. Let's call him back on Skype. Skype audio. I'm going to see if we can get him. See if we can pull him up. Let's see if we'll pull him up on the old Skype audio. Internet disconnected, by the way. That's always fun. That's fun for everybody. <laughs> That's fun for everybody. Yay. That's fantastic. That bodes lair for our election night on the net coverage this evening. Fantastic. Ugh. You 
bodes amazingly well for our coverage this evening. Uh. <laughs> oh, it's just so, so much fun here. We are going to try to keep calling the doctor here. I'm not sure what's going on. I think he's trying to call us while we're trying to call him, which is always fun. It's always fun for everyone. Let's see if the good doctor will pick up the phone. Let's see if I can even get through to the good doctor. That 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 that's first of all something that we should be uh we should be first of all hoping we can even get through to the guy that's uh that's always <laughs> that's always something you need to figure out can we get through to him that's that's the big question i don't know if that's going to work who are these people in these photos. I love these photos here. Way Jennings and the Unwanted. We're putting those photos up on our website at jiggyjaguar.com. Uh, we can't seem to reach uh, the good doctor here. We are going to keep trying. Uh, let's try this again. KJ Radio has signed in on the, uh, on the, on the, on the, uh, on the deal. Let's see if the good doctor will pick the phone up. See if he'll pick the phone up there. Hello. There we are. Okay, we're gonna call you. Up. Oh we, my we, God! We, we, we got there was so much static there. Well, I well, don't know what it was. It doesn't doesn't matter, it, my friend. We're live as live can get. We need to keep. Yeah, moving, my friend. it's I'll election day. Of course, there's static. Okay, tell us tell <laughs> us a little bit about yourself, my friend, because we don't have a lot of time here, and I want to get the interview done. So tell uh, yeah, us about well, you yourself. know, I'm a holistic chiropractor. Have been for forty plus years. I worked with PTSD. First one, you know, combat that summer. We did the first reproduction of the wall. I was the main instrumental in putting that together. It's toured the world and toured the United States. You know, uh, and right now I have new gym where I've thrown out all the treadmills, all that exercise. People are over-exercising. They're unfit. They go to the gyms five times a week, and they're not getting healthier, and they're not getting fit because they're over-exercising. They're wearing themselves out. They're wearing out the knees, the hips, the lower back. They're killing themselves. They don't even know it. Medicine doesn't say anything because they're predatory. They feed on these people, you know. The medical disease model virus has infected the candidates that are running right now. You look at him. Trump is exhausted. He can't be alone. She can't stand, you know, her breathing is off. Her, she's hoarse. She can barely, you know, they're both inundated with this medical disease model. Believe it or not, that's the real epidemic that's going here. And, and you see the, a world at unrest. We are at unrest. At, and what I do is show people how to rest, how to unwind. Restobics, not aerobics, restobics, body, mind, and spirit. We're worn out. They're dying by the, the inordinate numbers, inordinate numbers, people from heart problems or cancer. This is the medicine disease model. It's just not working. What now, I'm showing you is the paradigm shift to wellness. Okay, why, 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 why did you decide to leave the, uh, the, 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 the medical industry and go into the, the, the alternative medicine world? Well, because it's not working. It's a broken system. Look at they're fighting over health care. Now, the Obamacare premiums are through the roof. It's not based on it's not based on getting people well. It's a sickness model. If you have health insurance, it's not health insurance. It's sickness insurance. They only pay on a diagnosis. And they overbill and they overmedicate and on and on and on. You know, you have the AMA who has the magic bullet. People want that instant array. They supply you with bullets, too. That's the kill. They're both killing. One kills pain. The other, you know, the other backs like Donald Trump, who, you know, he, he, he's called Mexicans rapists. So, you know, we, we got here in this country. There's huge unrest. We're in a state of dishyphenese. It's, we're in gridlock right now as we speak. We've got a great guest with us today. He joins us live here in our broadcast. Now, uh, t tell us about some of the different alternative means uh, that that you that you do with uh, with medicine. Well, 
It's preemptive. In other words, it's preemptive medicine before the event happens, James. Before the event happens, you don't want to wait for them to hook you up to the hardware, the the, the usual medical model where they hook you up. To, oh, you've got this disease, a cancer, and we're going to cut it out, kill it, get rid of it. And what is that to the collateral damage? It can destroy families. It's 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 a, a form of terrorism, really. It's domestic terrorism because we have a million, one million people dying from heart disease alone. Okay. Suddenly cardiac arrest 320,000 just keel over and you're gone in four minutes look what happened to fix a distance from it was in, in men's health he he is an icon he 50 feet from the front door of his house he falls over and he's been he's been running all his life he's dead in, in, in four minutes from sudden cardiac arrest and medicine has no answers for this they don't my answer is to show people how to be well how do you empower yourself how do you get more rest more more energy. I mean, people are out of gas. Just look at the candidates. They're worn out. Trump was on CNN. He's worn out. He can't be alone. The other one has problems. You know, they, she had she had a fall and has a concussion. And she, they're both worn out. They're, they are so emblematic of where this country is at. We're so divided. We're so in a state of dis-ease and unrest. I have the solution. I'm the only real revolutionary out there. I can turn this around. Throw out this this disease model that's not working. The hospitals, what do they do? They warehouse people at 3,000 a day, thank you very much, put you in a bed and probe you and prod you and test you and charge for that, of course. Yes. It's We've got a... It's a trillion uh, dollar industry. Do they care about people getting well? Of course they don't. Well, ex- e- explain to us the the the, uh, the national health care model. Can I kind of fill us in on uh, on that with Obamacare and the, uh, the the Affordable Care Act. Tell us about that. Where do you stand on that? Well, I, I say throw it out. It's a broken system. You need to you need to. Firstly, it doesn't include anything alternative. It's all about the medicine. It's if you look right now, they have on on the ballot. Uh, I think it's sixty one. It's about prescription drugs. Why? Do you see him talk about nutrition or diet or medic or, or something other, an alternative to medication? Of course not, because that's it's so around profit. It's it's profit driven, James. Profit driven. It's not about getting people well anymore, and that's what's so sad about it. We know we all have personal stories about someone in our family who has gone through catastrophic illness or. Uh, has had a heart attack and they died suddenly, right? It's, yes. It's medicine does not have answers right now. They're not. It's a broken system. And, uh, you know, he's going to repeal it so he says if he wins uh, Trump. But he, he has no clue about what alternative means. There is another way. We're not looking at that yet. We've got a uh, great guest with us today. He joins us live here on our broadcast. Uh, Dr. Blackman joins us. He is fantastic, and uh, he is doing a lot of things in the alternative medicine world, and uh, he is basically... I wrote the book, The Antidote. Yes, and, uh, yes. It, Let's talk it's about It's right that there book. on Amazon, The Antidote, a window to the unimaginable, because we don't know what we're capable of. Medicine doesn't look at anything. All they do is kill pain. They have this arsenal, Percocets, Vicodin, you know, it's like a candy store. You walk in there, oh, I'll have that and that, yeah. I, somebody, <laughs> a young kid showed me his prescription. He had no I said, why did they give you this? You had knee pain. They didn't tell me. He was so scared because he had knee pain and some back pain and musculoskeletal pain. There's 180 million people who suffer with back pain in this country. You don't give them Norco and Percocets. You don't kill what you feel. Pain is, you know, we've all gone through pain in one way, heartbreak or physical pain, emotional pain, you know, depressants. They give antidepressants to kids and then they go out and kill themselves. They commit suicide because they shut down my daughter who's 14. My youngest child goes to high school now, first year, started ninth grade. Kids telling her who are on antidepressants, I can't feel anything anymore. I didn't tell my parents I stopped taking those drugs. I couldn't feel myself. I didn't know who I was. You see what I'm saying? This is is what's going on. That's the medical disease model virus. It's not under the microscope. 
it's in, it's permeated our society. It's spewed out of the mouths of these two candidates who were two sick sickos who have no idea about your wellness or mine or your children. Wellness includes economic and social balance and harmony. They have no clue. They're not even there. They're not even close. And, you know, I, I, the book, The Antidote, is on Amazon, and it, it, a, a window to the unimaginable, because we're so much more capable of getting ourselves well and seeing our, our creative potential, and we don't look at it. Stress is a creative force. What do we do? We, it's all about negative. I show you how to convert stress to power. Convert stress and pain to power and change. That's what it's about. What do they do? They medicate stress. Oh, you got stress. Okay, let's just take something that'll sh- a Xanax. Let's take a Valley, right? That's what people are doing. They take them like candy. They they don't get it. I had a young woman in the other day, Jackie. She or oh, she fifteen years on anti uh, on anti-inflammatories. I said, why, Jackie? It's killing your kidneys, Jackie. Fifteen years she's a young woman i said why are you doing this i finally weaned her off she's feeling better she started getting withdrawals even on anti-inflammatory we've got james we're addicted uh... you know we're five percent of the world population we consume 65 percent of the world's drugs it's crazy it's it's so it's terrible and no one's saying anything except you and i today you know you and i talking to each other now, how do, how do you how do you fix this? How, 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 how do you get people off some of this stuff and and, and get them uh, to do yeah, other yeah, things? It's a it's a it's it's a socio political economic revolution. It's not just medicine. See, they want to control everything. Now the Zeta virus, right? Oh yeah, we're going to do a vaccine, and then they want to inject everybody with a live virus. Why? There's got to be another way. They don't get it. You see what I'm saying? It's all profit driven. Now, this thing that you and I are talking about is out, it's, it's in your hands and mine. We now are at the driver, uh, 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 driving the vehicle that's going to change things. You see what I'm saying? We are empowering ourselves. Medicine doesn't want that to happen. You see what I'm saying? That's why they, they hate chiropractic, uh, homeopathy, acupuncture, because it takes people away from the disease model. You see what I'm saying? It's taking them in a new direction. And we have to find that. We we have to be the revolutionaries. We're all capable of it. But now we're so broken. I mean, when you look at the two candidates that we have, we went from Camelot. You remember John Kennedy? Yes. Yes, indeed. Yeah. That was Camelot. James, what do we got now? Mud wrestling. <laughs> well, yeah, you're, you're right. <laughs> you know. You're right. You know, what happened to love? Love thy neighbor. What happened to all that? It went away. It's gone. We it's, are, de- it's big for time the most part, gone. Americans are good, decent, loving people. Uh, I saw it, you know, once the guy who does the polling. Uh, oh, yeah. He oh, does yeah. Uh, studies. And everybody in that audience hated each other because one believed right, one believed left. I'm right, you're wrong. And there was so much division and vitriol and just hate. We we are not. That is not who the heart and soul of who we are, nor this country. And we've lost our way. And neither candidate is willing or able to help us find a way to heal as a nation. They're not doing it. Yeah, it is right. Are they? They're not. They're not. They're no, not doing it. No, they, they're they not. Have, they don't even have a clue how to do it. Now, Dr. Robert J. Blackman is with us today. He's the author of The Antidote, A Window to the Unimaginable. Now, um, you you talk about a lot of different things. You, you, you were the first to treat combat vets from PTSD. You were also one of the first to use methods to treat AIDS patients, which at the time in 1981 was not diagnosable. Um, you've got, you, you show clients how and why they have to cure, uh, the cancer, heal the pain, feel the magic. Um, with this book, uh, what do you want readers to take away from your writing? I want them to realize that there is another way that the system is broken. They have to redefine themselves, reinvent who and what they think they are. When you come into New Gym, my, where, I, where I am, my domicile, let me tell you, it's you, you're outside the box and off-grid. 
because right now people are so locked in, in this toxic gridlock of uh, disharmony and discord. That means that we're, we're sick and we have to find a way to heal as a nation, as a people, as an individual. And no one is, no one coming even close, James. They're, they're not willing to look outside the box. And so what we have to do is be, be willing to take those risks. That's what life's about. I always tell my daughter, take a risk. Take that risk. <laughs> be willing to change. Maybe it will hurt a little bit. Maybe it won't, but usually change, you know, as you grow, you get growing pains, you know what I mean? So you're going to feel that growth. You're going to feel that change, but at least feel it. Don't shut it down and kill. Repress. This is what we do. We shut everything down. We become apathetic. We become uh, complacent, and we don't want to see it. We don't want to feel that passion. I know you got it. With a name like Jiggy Jaguar, you got to have it, James. You are <laughs> yes, you indeed. are brimming over. You are overflowing with that outpouring. I can feel it. Just that Jiggy Jaguar. I love that. That's passion. We're missing it. Well, I mean, you listen to Trump. He's just, you know, he's just this spewing out all his ugliness. He is the definition of the ugly American. Is that who's going to be my? <laughs> hey, I always thought I was the definition of the ugly American. I, I, I used to. Do no way. Hello, Jiggy. Not with Jiggy Jaguar. I'm no, sorry. Jiggy Jaguar. <laughs> no way. And we do, you know. I also, you know, I do music. I do write the books. I do, you know. I have a Dr. Blackman, Dr. Blackman. Music, M-U-S-I-Q-U-E, DrBlackMusic.com, and I, all my songs are about peace. And, uh, you know, I, I wrote something called the, the Ballad for the, for the uh, Forgotten Soldier, Ballad for the Forgotten It's a wonderful song about loss and, and, and hurt, but how to heal it. And that's where I'm coming from. I did something on John Kennedy, I think, would have been, you know, the young, the junior, uh, who yes. died, unfortunately, in, in, a, in a, another tragic event. And uh, that's what we got to do. We got we to gotta reach and stretch to change things. We got to be willing to take risks. And I, I, I've gone, digressed a little bit because we have to be more inclusive, it's like the body. Medicine isolates something like, oh, I got a shoulder pain. All right, let's kill that. Let's give you a muscle relaxant and a little narco, and, you know, we'll shut all that down so you don't even feel your shoulder. Matter of fact, you won't even feel your body uh, or your mind because we're numbing you out. We're repressing. Yeah. We're masking. We're deadening. Why? Why do you have to feel yourself? You see what I'm saying? When you start doing that, when you go down that road, the next diagnosis is, oh, I'm sorry, you got cancer. You see what I'm saying? Because when you repress, the cells come back with a vengeance, and they start to change their metabolic, yes. their metabolic makeup, and they start they go they become aberrant cells. That's all this cancer is. It's an aberrant cell. It's not in harmony with the rest of the body, right? It's in disharmony, and it grows out of that out of that toxic world. I'm telling you, medicine doesn't even know. But why should they? It's a trillion-dollar industry, right? Yes. It's a trillion-dollar industry. They, I, I had, I was in there, some lady called, I go down to an oncologist, and he's got everybody sitting in these fancy chairs hooked up to an IV. You know how much each bag, and he had 15 people in that waiting room or sitting there, not, zoned out. And I go, what, what is this? And the lady says, help me. Um, I said, what does he charge you for that little bag of IV? Five grand. And Jesus. then I count 15 people sitting there. Not bad for a day, day's pay, huh? No. 5,000 <laughs> times 15? No, no, I don't know no. anybody making that kind of money. That's, uh, that, 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 I, that's a pretty good gig if you can get it, doctor. Yeah, well, knees, knees. When I was out in the desert, you know, Palm Springs, they have eyes at our hospital. They're doing 500 knees a year. I was there a couple of years ago at 45 grand a knee. Are you kidding? And I've examined amazing. a lot of these people. I've had to talk people. I, I would beg them. You don't need this. They always say bone on bone. It's not bone on bone. Got cringe emotion. Some older guy was around 82. I talked him out of a knee. They wanted to take out both his knees. I examined him. I said, look at this. Your knees are working good. Well, they said bone on bone. I said, they always say that. 
do not do this operation. You're not going to suffer. There's a good chance you won't survive, or you'll get an infection, and it'll kill you. Why do you want to hurt yourself? See what I'm saying? People are afraid to go against their doctor. We it's got... nuts. You have to start questioning. You have to know when to step up to the plate and say, enough is enough. There is another way. You're not giving me that alternative. You're not showing me how to do this. I've got to do this on my own. Yeah. And I talked to a Marine the other day. He interviewed me. He's got his own radio show. Uh, he was a medic. And he says, I went in there to VA, and, and, they, and they gave me a bunch of pills. And I decided not to take them for my panic attacks. He didn't realize it was PTSD, and I explained to him what was going on. When you're in the battlefield, kill or get, be killed, the world, everything that you value and were grazed with goes away. Because somebody's got a gun to you. They want to kill you. Yes. And we're living in a world that that isolated and alienated. You, you had to see these people in the alienated. And so we're seeing... The, this kind of breakdown in our it's a systemic breakdown it's throughout our society and no one's seeing it and uh, we, the, the politicians obviously are not and we, we need we need people that really have a sense of how important it is to find a way to change direction here reinvent redefine no one is offering that no one out there has a clue and and the sad part about it is we're voting today and we're all all of us are torn people hating people because you're going to vote right i might vote left you're wrong i'm right see what i'm saying that's divisiveness and that kind of divisiveness leads to disharmony yes imbalance and breakdown and no one's looking outside the box. You don't even know how to do that, James. We've got a... But uh, I have a solution. Yes. Jiggy no. J Jaguar, I'm telling you, this is the platform right here today. <laughs> well, I you, love that friend. name, man. I have. I don't know anybody with Jiggy Jaguar. Well, so, I hope you know, not I gotta, because, yeah, because it's trade. You know, I do Restobics. <laughs> i, I got to come on your show and we do Jiggy Jaguar Restobics. Convert stress to power. We showed how people how to empower themselves. It's time. We can't just be victims, over-medicated. You see what I'm saying? This overkill, over-exercised, overworked. Why? Why do we continue doing this? Because no one offers a, a reasonable solution. Mine is not radical. It seems radical in today's world, but it's where we belong as human beings. We're losing our humanity. We we are we it's are going away. Lose, losing our humanity. James, it's sad. I, I I will have to say now uh, as we wrap up here with you, my friend. But no one's creating got, that kind of urgency. Hey, we got to turn this around. Well, we've got another yeah, guest go waiting in line, so I want to wrap things up with you. How do we get hold of the book? How do we get a hold of you online? All that. All right, the book is the antidote, and um, we have that that antidote, and it's a. Uh, uh, window to the Unimaginable. That's on Amazon. You can buy it through Amazon right now. And uh, go to my website. A lot of what we spoke about is on it. It's Dr. Blackman, Dr. Blackman, newgym.com. Dr. Blackman, newgym.com. And uh, get a hold of me. B write me, you know, if you want to send me an email, send me an email. I will respond. I will respond. And, uh, Hey, this has been great. Well, you, you got us I, all fired up here. I, I appreciate you making time for us today. Thanks for coming on, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thank you, Dr. Blackman. Thank you. Have a great day. Appreciate it, sir. Thank you much. We are going to take a break. We've got our next guest waiting in line. I apologize for them. Dr. Blackman, he just, he's fired up today. We're going to have more coming up on the World Famous Cheeky Jaguar Radio Program coming up here in just a few seconds with our next guest. This is Jason Roberts with a Wealth Investors Minute. What do the world's smartest investors think about the current risk environment? 
The bond market is giving us warning signals. The stock market fell really hard recently and has bounced back and forth since. When it did, the bond market rallied, which is a flight to safety, of course. Essentially, bond investors now are staying put, for the most part, even though the S&P 500 has bounced back. If this was 2013 or even 14, that would have been a completely different story. Bond investors are the smartest investors in the world, and they don't see a reason to jump right back into the market just yet. What this may mean is that bond investors still have some serious concerns about the downside of the stock market in the near term. Keep an eye out for the fear index, the dot VIX. It spiked from $13 to up to 40 in the last few months. It's selling off back into the $18 range, but it's a great indicator of how scared investors really are about this market. Please protect your wealth. This is Jason Roberts for the Wealth Investors Minute. in Kansas. Call Jiggy right now. 267-22-Jiggy. He's realizing Jiggy Jaguar is better than me. I'm totally serious about that, too. Presenting Jiggy Jaguar. Welcome back to our big broadcast, coast to coast to border to border on TuneIn, iTunes, Radio Loyalty, Stitcher, the brand new Jiggy Jaguar app available in the App Store, JiggyJaguar.us. You can stream the show live, 24-7 replay, exclusive news and programming information all available on our fantastic app. And uh, we've got a great guest with us. We're going to talk to them here in just a few seconds. And uh, also still to come in this broadcast, Frank Vernuccio will be with us. He will be uh, updating us as to uh, some of the different polls and Different things going on in the country. We are uh, live on the stream today at JiggyJaguar.com. We are also available on uh, AMFM247.com as well. Let's go to the telephones. We've got our next guest waiting in line, and uh, I appreciate you hanging on with us, my friend. It was a uh, I was trying to get Doctor Blackman off the phone, but he was fired up today, uh, so I apologize. But go ahead and uh, give us a brief introduction on yourself, my friend. Hi, I'm Carolyn Howard Johnson, and I enjoyed Dr. Blackman. <laughs> okay. about empowering, and you know, we all need a little of that, right? Yes, yes, very much so. It, it, that, 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 that is one thing about, uh, about the world that, uh, that we live in. We do need some empowerment. Now, um, t- tell us a little bit about your background. Well, um, I, I am I'm reaching that, that point where probably some people could say I'm in danger of being discriminated against for ageism so my background is pretty lengthy i don't think you want to hear all of it (laughs) but i I write books primarily to help authors and i also write fiction and uh, poetry which is part of what helped me now uh so that i could tell other people how to make their own books do well i hope dr blackman is still hanging in there we I might give him a tip or two. <laughs> now, uh, l- l- let's talk a little bit about how to prosper in the book business by being frugal. Um, t- tell me a little bit about this, because I know that uh, there are a lot of people that, that spend gobs and gobs of money on trying to get their books out there, and they don't have to if they follow some of the methods that, that you prescribe to. Tell us a little bit about this. Absolutely. You... Um you hit you hit the nail right on the head. It, especially new authors obviously don't have any idea of how well their their first book is going to do because they've got no track record. Yes. And they go out there and they're they're in love with their books. They're passionate about their books. And like Dr. Blackman, they want to do a lot of people a lot of good. And um, they they're they're actually rife and ripe for scams. It's. Um, it's, it's appalling the money they spend that they most probably will never get back. And uh, that happened to me with, with my first novel. And luckily I had a background in publicity as a New York publicist. So I was able to get a hold of it and, and uh, save my book, if not my $35,000 fee for a publicist. Yeah. So um, that, that's kind of how I got started writing how-to books instead of only, only in quotes, poetry and fiction. 
We've got a uh, great guest with us today. She joins us live here on our broadcast, and uh, she basically has has the cure for uh, a lot of what ails some of these authors. We're talking about how to prosper in the book business by being frugal with Carolyn Howard Johnson with us today here on our broadcast. Now, um, there, there, there is a lot going on uh, in in the world as as, as far as uh, the changing of uh, books and how people write them. There's e-books. There's uh, uh, all these other things going on here. Tell us a little bit about uh, your book and why you decided to write it. How to get great book reviews frugally and ethically. The ins and outs of using free reviews to build and sustain a writing career. Tell us about this. Well, you know, um, I think. I- I think you hit the point right on the head. Um, that's one of the problems is that authors, many many of us are still living two de- decades ago and what the world was like before the internet and before ebooks, etc. And um, and the world has changed. And when when I first got into actually book writing instead of journalism and publicity, uh, it was it, it really was a, a different world then. And um, um, there was a lot of book, I call it book bigotry going around. That's changing. People are getting so they're quite accepting of independent authors, and more and more authors are doing that. But um, we still have a lot of a lot of ideas that um, that don't work for us anymore. So we spin our wheels and um, and don't get much many results for for our efforts. And that's why I did this particular book on. How to use reviews um, because um, the reviews aren't the same as they used to be. It used to be that you had to contact big review journals 16 weeks in advance, and you know you could still do that. But we now have Amazon and uh, online bookstores and blogs, and those things are all available to us to get reviews on and use those reviews to get the word out about our books. And instead of reaching a limited number of people we're, we're we're reaching thousands hundreds of thousands millions maybe even depending so um this book tells them how to do that with reviews and james reviews are uh one of the longest lasting things that you can do so our books don't have to die anymore yes yeah, so, yes <laughs> yes indeed only, only about only about um Ten years ago, that when your book went into a bookstore, you had 90 days to make it sell, and if it didn't, it got returned to the publisher, and they would either put it on one of those remainder tables or burn it or shred it. Those days are gone forever. We now have we we now have that wonderful World Wide Web, and reviews will help with that. Now, uh, I I know that there's a lot of folks that uh, that put reviews up, and there's. All sorts of different things. Tell us about some of the constructive criticism that people have when they when they rate books. Ah, the constructive criticism. Well, that's something. That's something else. A lot of authors would prefer to ignore that. They think that they that no review is good unless it's a five star review on Amazon. Um, but a good review is actually more effective among readers if it doesn't do if it if it does more than just rave about a book. So if the reviewer could find something, some small critique, something they would have liked better, something they would have liked the uh, author to cover that the author didn't cover, something like that, um, it actually makes the review more believable. And um, for an author to ignore that, they're ignoring they're ignoring advice that can that can help further their career, right? So I encourage authors to to take that advice to heart and make some changes or at least look at it and then dis- discard it but at least you know look at it <laughs> see if there's any value value to it we've got a uh, great guest with us today she joins us live here on our broadcast talking a little bit about uh her latest book now uh this uh, this book is very very well detailed but you lay it out uh easy for uh for authors to navigate through. Tell me a little bit about the writing process for this book. Okay, well, based, based on my own experience, on, uh, I, as I've been around the block a few times, so I don't suggest anything I haven't tried myself, and a lot of things that other authors don't 
even think about trying like there's a there's a chapter in the back on using on using commercial catalogs um, trying to get your book into commercial catalogs um, and now it's based on my retail experience so um, uh, you know it's it's the book, the book is detailed and gives tons and tons of resources, but it just doesn't throw realities out there. And I also don't believe in putting out a how-to book that that reads like a oh, that reads like your college textbook. I think most of us have had enough of that in high school and college. <laughs> we, we, we'd like a little. We'd, we'd like to feel like the person, the person who's writing the book not only knows something, but also cares about us. And um, so I'm pretty colloquial. Uh, I, kind of, I kind of sound like I'm, I'm on the other end of a phone with you as opposed to, to straight academic perfect sentence structure. That's awesome. That is awesome. <laughs> that is that is great because there's there's sounds a lot of folks. More, sounds more like you when you're talking. Right? <laughs> there's there's a lot of folks that that they they write books and for whatever reason they get lost in this whole thing. If it needs to sound like a goddamn textbook, <laughs> people need to get away from that. So I'm glad that you're doing those things, my friend. In fact, I had one review. You know, there are two kinds of reviews. There's a big, there's a big time professional review, and then there's the reader reviews, which is something else that the World Wide Web has made possible, right? Reader reviews are a little more like the reviews you learned to do when you were in the fourth grade, so that you could prove to your teacher that you read the book. Yes. Now these now get to go up for the whole world to see on Amazon and other online bookstores. So, um, so uh, he he said that that he loved my book. But I talked sort of funny. <laughs> and I thought, yeah, I talk just like the rest of you guys do. <laughs> I, I was once a journalist, so I know how to yeah, do So this. you know how to do this thing. You know, you, you know, you know a little bit about this. Yeah, a little bit about how to do the how, why, when, where, and why. But, you know, uh, you don't have to write your books that way. <laughs> We've got a great guest with us today. Carolyn Howard Johnson joins us here in our broadcast talking about how to prosper in the book business by being frugal. And uh, her latest book is How to Get Great Book Reviews Frugally and Ethically, The Ins and Outs of Using Free Reviews to Build and Sustain a Writing Career. Now, something that I want to cover with you, and I don't know if you've covered it in the book, but uh, I've noticed over the last probably about a year and a half, there is a lot of folks who go to these online marketplaces like Fiverr and some of these places where people will offer for $5 to go write a review for them on Amazon. Uh, so much so that Amazon actually sued Fiverr. Uh, I believe it was last year. Yeah, yeah, I do cover that as a matter Do you cover that in the book? Because I I've noticed this. It. I even talk about Fiverr. It's even in the index. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Fiverr. <laughs> They, did, they didn't know what their people were doing, right? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, no, I, you know, all I can say is gaggy poo. First of all, a paid-for review. Th this is this is ethical. This is ethics class from journalism. You know, first-year journalism. Um, you pay somebody to do something. You know, you 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 take payola. You're not credible. Essentially, that's what it yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. The pe the people who count, like the bookstore buyers and the librarians and and, and even a lot of the avid readers who really have kind of gotten a grasp of the publishing industry, they can, they can spot a fake review a mile away. And, um, and they just laugh. You aren't doing yourself a favor. You're just making yourself look foolish. Yes. And some of these places, some, some of the big journals have even started doing it. They, as you know, print isn't, isn't all that lucrative anymore. So some of them have Unfortunately, yes. To, to, yeah, to selling reviews, and um, they generally put them in a separate section from their authentic reviews, if you will. So everybody can tell that you paid for them, and they charge up to five hundred dollars for those things. Yes. Now, you you figure it out whether you are traditionally published or whether you're self-published. How many books do you have to sell before you paid for that review? And that's only one review. 
and it only goes out to a limited number of people. Yes. So that brings up something else this book does. It, it teaches you how to take a really good review and spread it around the web so it does you more good and gets seen by more people than just a single review. We've oh, got. trust me, I know all the angles. By, <laughs> by angles, I don't mean unethical. I mean, you know... Good yeah, you know, you know how this all works, and 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 how this is supposed to be done, and 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 how folks are supposed to supposed to uh, supposed to get the, uh, the 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 you know things accomplished and and things across without having to be you know without having to be shenanigans twenty four seven with this stuff. Exactly. Um, the uh, speaking of reviews, what what is the, as far as reviews? What if that, uh, tell me a little bit about how that's been going for you as far as reviews for the book. Oh, I, it, it just barely went up on Amazon. Oh, so there, okay. Yeah, now I could have, I could have done something like get a hundred, a hundred reviews easily for it from the day, from the day it, it opened on Amazon. I mean, you know, James, you're my first radio interview. Oh, really? For this book, for this book yeah. So, um. You know, I, I could have done that, but doesn't that look a little suspicious when you think, oh, a hundred reviews for a book that that just was released yesterday? Um, you know, the casual reader might not notice that, but a lot of people will, and they'll figure that they're all, they've all been written by your mother or, you know, your publisher or uh, whatever. Again, they lose credibility. You want real reviews by by real people, both professional and and your readers, and uh, you you want them to be honest. You want them to you you prefer them to be enthusiastic, at least about some points in your book. But you don't want to just accrue reviews to be accruing reviews. Yes. Yeah. So I think there's only maybe one or two right now on on my page. But if you go to my first book in the flagship. Um, the Frugal Book Promoter, there's a ton of reviews. And they're all, you know, reviews by people who actually read my book. <laughs> well, that's my, good. My mother didn't write a single one, nor did my husband. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. Now, uh, but before we let you go, how do we find you online and pick up the book and, and all, all these various things? Okay, well, you could find my website at howtodoitfrugally.com. That's easy, isn't it? Yes. And you could find it on Amazon under, you know how you shorten, you shorten a little, one of those really long Amazon, Amazon URLs? Yes. Um, Bitly is the little company that I use because they let me use real words. So if you go to bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y slash great book, just spelled B-K, reviews. And all those words are capitalized. You will find how to get great book reviews frugally and ethically. And you can also do it by using my name. It's not a real common one, you know. Easy to find. Well, Carolyn uh, Howard Johnson. <laughs> well, you have been just a delight today, my friend. I appreciate you making time for us today. And uh, I definitely look forward to chatting with you soon. Have yourself a wonderful, wonderful afternoon. Thank you. Thank you for having me, James. And thanks to all your, all your peeps in Kansas and Texas. Thank you. It. I appreciate it. Have yourself a wonderful day, Carolyn. Appreciate it. We're going to take a time out. Come back with Frank Fernuccio on the other side. A Josh Bernstein News Minute powered by AMAC. I am Clinton, hear me roar. Or should I say brag, as in Bill's recent revelations that he has slept with over 2,000 women. One of them, Dolly Kyle, who will be a guest on my show next week, tells that and a whole lot more in her new and explosive book, Hillary, The Other Woman. 
Hillary Clinton is going to have a much harder time playing the victim this time around in neglected housewife. There are at least eight, count them, eight new movies coming out against her and at least 100 outside groups ready to smash her chances in November into oblivion. And she will have earned every second of it. This has been a Josh Bernstein News Minute. I'm Josh Bernstein, and you are up to date. In Kansas. Call Jiggy right now. 267-22-Jiggy. He's realizing Jiggy Jaguar is better than me. I'm totally serious about that, too. Presenting Jiggy Jaguar. Welcome back to our big broadcast, Coast to Coast and Border to Border on TuneIn, iTunes, or your loyalty Stitcher. Brand new Jiggy Jaguar app available in the App Store, JiggyJaguar.us. You can stream the show live. 24-7 replay, exclusive news and programming information, all available on our fantastic app. And we've got uh, Frank Fernuccio with us today from USA Gov Policy. He's also available on iHeartRadio as well and AMFM247.com each and every week. And uh, today is the day for listening to us live on the stream. It is Election Day. And uh, Frank is going to be with us in this broadcast, and then he's going to join us tonight for our election night on the net coverage. We will have Dan Perkins, Don Mazella from Two Guys from Verona, W4CY. We'll also have Frank Cotolo from Cotolo Chronicles. We'll also have with us today John Matthews from the Conservative Syndicate. And maybe, just maybe in studio, my good friend John Mosier, uh, Rich Hall from Thunder Lake Studios, all putting everything together. He has got six lines live in his studio. He's got opens and closes. He's got breaks. He's got liners. He's excited. So we're going to be good to go for tonight. We've got people coming. Calling in on the old Skype Rooney as well. It will be a blast. And uh, Frank, let's go to you first. Give us an update on what we've got at the polls and what we're seeing. I know that Drudge Report has been uh, uh, just blasting links and going nuts today. What have you been seeing, my friend? Well, of course, in the midnight voting in New Hampshire, uh, Trump took a lead. I think it was forty votes to twenty-three. Fantastic. Uh, across the country, very very long lines. Uh, I've, I've seen reports from various states, from Florida, from Michigan, from New York, and the lines are uniformly long. So we're going to see a significant turnout, of course, in a good part of the country. The weather is ideal, so that's going to add to the turnout as well. Now, we are seeing some problems in Pennsylvania, for example. Uh, there are numerous reports, of, uh, particularly in the aptly named Clinton Township, where votes for Trump are being automatically turned into Clinton votes. Yes, I saw so, that. Uh, so there are a number of issues about that. And uh, that's where we are at this moment. We're going to start seeing some exit polling probably in about two hours, and we'll start to see some results coming in around 7 o'clock. Of course, there are a lot of questions, particularly in Florida. It's southern Florida where the Cuban vote, uh, looks like it might stray towards Trump, and that would be a big improvement for his chances. Uh, Michigan also looks like it's going to be uh, potentially a big switcheroo for Donald Trump. White middle-class voters are, uh, are moving towards Trump as well, voters who traditionally have voted Democrat in the past. And speaking of traditional Democrat voters, um, one of the big things that people are looking at right now is whether the black vote is going to turn out anywhere near as strong as it did in 2008 and 2012 for the Democrats. Early polling, early suggestions seem to indicate that uh, while Romney in 2012 only got 6% of the black vote, there are uh, there's a potential at this point, based on some early discussions and early polling that was done the past couple of days, that Donald Trump could get up to 19%, which would be a very big difference, particularly in blue states that are in danger uh, of going towards, uh, towards Donald Trump. We've got a uh, great correspondent with us today. Our good friend, Mr. Frank Vernuccio, joins us today here in a broadcast. Now, with all this that's, that's going on, um, I know a lot of folks, and I was talking with Brian Crabtree uh, just this afternoon from Talk40.com about some of the different... We've been focusing a lot on 
Trump and Hillary, but what about some of these other races? That because there's there's other branches of government that are essentially on the line here tonight. Well, they certainly are, and of course, the big question is what will uh, what will happen in Congress. Now, it doesn't appear that the House is going to go to Democrat hands. I think that will stay very solidly with the Republicans. Um, but the Senate races are the ones to watch. Remember, there are 34 Senate seats up for election. Ten of those seats that are up for election are held by Democrats, and 24 are held by Republicans. So the Republicans do have a great deal more exposure at this point. We'll be looking at races, for example, in Pennsylvania, where uh, Democrat Katie McGinty is running against Pat Toomey. In Florida, Patrick Murphy is running against Marco Rubio. I I think Marco Rubio has a, a pretty substantial lead there, at least six points. Um, Missouri, Ray Blunt is running against Jason Kander. Ray Blunt is, has a small lead. Uh, Indiana, Democrat Evan Baugh is running against Republican Todd Young. Baugh has a plus two-point lead at this point, uh, from what we can tell. California seems like a dead heat between Doug Applegate and Daryl Issa. Um, New Jersey, Josh Scottheimer is running against Scott Garrett. That's a hotly contested race. It looks as though the Democrats are in the lead there. So we're going to see a number of these tight races in California, Carolina, North Carolina, Indiana, um, Nevada, um, and New Hampshire. New Hampshire should be interesting. Uh, Kelly Ayette uh, is being challenged by Maggie Hassan. Kelly Ayette so far still has a good, has a at least a two-point lead there. We've got Frank Bernuccio with us today. He joins us live here in our broadcast. And uh, there's there's a lot of these measures uh, that are going on as well, these prop measures I know out there in uh, California. One of the big ones that the adult film industry is watching is this, uh, this quote-unquote condom law, which I just love. Uh, basically what it is is it's legalized stalking. Um, essentially, if this passes, um, anyone in California can sue uh, anybody in the adult film industry and get access to their home phone, their address, uh, any type of, uh, if they use a stage name, they'll get their real name. Uh, it essentially becomes a stocking law, um, masked as a condom law. There's that. And then there's these other uh, measures across the country for uh, medicinal and recreational marijuana. How, how do you think those are going to do, Frank? I suspect that some of the marijuana measures may, in fact, uh, legalizing marijuana measures may pass, although I think it will be close in some cases. Um, We're looking at some death penalty laws in Nebraska and California, Oklahoma as well. Um, Those are expected to be fairly close in education. California and Massachusetts are talking about uh, charter schools. Uh, That's an interesting issue. The charter school issues are always interesting because they're crossover issues. They go beyond party lines. People in minority communities like charter schools a lot, and they vote vote more in favor uh, along the lines of other Republican voters who also like charter schools. So that you're going to see a lot of crossover voting, and that should be an interesting uh, turn of events this evening. We've got Frank Fernuccio with us today. He joins us live here in our broadcast. And, uh, Frank, uh, before we let you go, I know that we're, we're, we're gaga over the election, but what do you have coming up this weekend on AMFM 24-7? Well, we're looking this weekend at, uh, at a couple of different things. Um, we're going to be talking with Bill Fortune, who's, uh, Fortran, rather, who's an author. He wrote a book describing what would be like life would be like in the United States after an electromagnetic pulse attack. And it's, a, it's one of these novels that, based on real facts in terms of what could happen, if you read it, it keeps you up all night. It's something really to worry about. And then we're also going to be talking to Nick Adams, uh, who wrote a book called Green Card Warrior, and it talks about the trials and tribulations of applying for legal immigrant status. And it brings the question... While we're so rough on people who are trying to legally immigrate to the United States, well, at the same time, pretty much opening the door and not taking any measures against those folks who illegally enter the United States. We've got uh, Frank Fernuccio with us today. It sounds like it's going to be a, a heck of a broadcast. It'll be a... Uh it will be a uh, a pleasant break from the politics. <laughs> when did we start all this, Frank? Four years ago, it seems? It seems it's gone on forever, doesn't it? <laughs> uh, 
Good Lord, baby. Hopefully this will be over after uh, this evening, but who knows. Uh, Frank, I appreciate you making time, and we'll talk to you this evening. Thank you, my friend. Looking forward to it. Appreciate it. We'll talk to you then. Thank you, man. Frank Fernuccio with us today. USA Gov Policy. That is that for this edition of iHeartRadio. We've got more coming up on the stream at JiggyJaguar.com, 24-7-365. Thanks for joining us on AMFM247.com and iHeartRadio. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.